Hello, welcome to our UFF UCF podcast. I am Beatriz Reyes Foster, Vice President of United Faculty of Florida at UCF, your faculty union. Today's episode is titled Parental and Family Leave. And because this is Pride Month, we want to focus on how this policy has impacted our LGBTQ community. October is Pride Month in Orlando, and today I am pleased to sit down with Dr. Sandra Wheeler and Dr. Lana Williams. Both Dr. Wheeler and Dr. Williams are, are lecturers in the Department of Anthropology. They are also married to each other and have three children. In today's episode, we will talk about parental leave and the role of the union in supporting all families. Sandra, Lana, thank you so much for joining me today. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourselves and your journey to grow your family? Okay, well, I guess I'll start. Um, I'm Sandra Wheeler. I'm an associate lecturer in the anthropology department. Um, as uh, Beatrice said, uh, we have three children. Um, and I think our experience with building our family kind of spans the experience um, at UCF of what was available to us and for us uh, throughout our journey, uh, including marriage equality, being able to be on the same health insurance plan sort of prior to. Um, our first child, and then after uh, leading into our, our twins. Um, so when we had our oldest daughter, it was prior to uh, marriage equality. And so uh, Lana and I basically had no rights <laughs> in terms of spouses, and there, there was no parental leave or anything like that. Uh, so I, like many others before me, sort of cobbled together um, my FMLA and my sick leave and kind of worked it out. Um, I was on a single pay health insurance plan and Lana was on her own single pay health insurance plan. Um, and then when marriage equality happened, the next day after we got married, we contacted HR <laughs> um, and got on the family plan. And I think that's one of the things that often is overlooked in these discussions about, um, you know, equality and, and equal rights is like, we just wanted to be on the same health insurance um, for just very practical reasons. Um, and so when that happened, we ended up planning for um, our next pregnancy and um, our twins were born in 2017. Also after the union <laughs> passed, I <laughs> was able to bargain for parental leave. So I was actually able to have official parental leave for our twins, but because um, I think it was it was so new and we kind of didn't understand how it worked, um, we only used parental leave for me uh, and Lana never um, used parental leave. And then Lana, I don't think you even got a reduction in teaching that semester because we weren't, I don't, I didn't know that we could ask for that or bargain for that, or that was in our rights to do that. Yeah, I, I uh, my, my experience with parental leave has been a, a very rocky road in some ways. Um, the first time when we had our oldest daughter, uh, we didn't have parental leave and I was uh, new faculty with a course overload at that. And um, I had two days off during the birth of my first child. And that was quite the struggle. So without a support network that we had, we wouldn't know, we, I don't know how we would have actually done it. Um, but the second time around, we were very hopeful because we did have parental leave. Um, and I was very excited about that because I knew that Sandra was gonna get the opportunity to, to have parental leave. And once again, because it was so new, I think it had only been approved for a, a very short period of time. 
when Saunders application for it went through that we didn't really understand um, from the bargaining language and also from the contract language of how we could actually go about it, who uh, could apply for it. And it was my understanding that I was not eligible to apply for it. Um, so once again, with the birth of our twins in 2017, uh, I had a full teaching load of four courses and I had three days off this time. So I considered myself fortunate. I got an extra day. Uh, but anybody who's been through this just with one child, let alone twins, knows that um, the amount of loss of sleep and everything else that goes along with the uh, birth of a, a new child was really taxing at the time. Um, so if, you know, in retrospect, knowing a little bit more about the parental leave plan um, is really important. Definitely. And one of the things that I would say, <clears throat> excuse me, knowing knowing what I know now, and this is the advice that I would give to any anyone who is, um, you know, two, two faculty members or two in-unit uh, in unit bargaining members in the same unit who are expecting a child is make sure you reach out to um, contract enforcement. Make sure that that we are crystal clear on what our rights are because we came to find out later that that there were there have been other other members who have where both parents have benefited simultaneously from parental leave and so uh and so it's really important um to fully understand our rights and to and to fully exercise our rights because we fought so darn hard for them um you know, like Sandra, I also had the experience of having one birth with parental leave and one birth with none. And um, and it's very, you know, one of the things I would all I would say, if you have any doubts or any questions, or or even if you think you know, reach out to to contract enforcement, and that's that's our grievance committee. Um, our grievance committee, uh, it doesn't just file grievances; they will also run point between you and your department and your unit heads to uh to clarify what our rights are um because we we fully deserve to take advantage of them um and i just i cannot imagine you know taking care of twins with you know three days off and you know or an overload i mean like that's that's just incredible i mean i think i think one of the things that that you know in hindsight of course you know um I would not have relied so much on what I thought my chair knew or what I thought our HR person or our point person in our department knew. Because what I found out is like, nobody knew anything. <laughs> um, oh and, and so, yes. yeah, it was like, I, and, and then nobody knew who to ask either, how to find out what we could actually apply for and use. So, you know, reaching out to your union rep, you know, I wish, of course, in hindsight, it would have done that. Um, but I would definitely suggest for anyone in the future in this situation, contact as many people as possible so you actually know what your what your rights are and what you've bargained for. And I think this is super important because um, very often um, chairs and even deans don't really understand what's in the contract, um, you know, and, and, and I will say before I was really involved with the union, like I'd get my little book of the contract every year and I just put it on a bookshelf. Like I wouldn't actually sit down 
and read it carefully. And, and I don't think many people do, including um, chairs and deans and, you know, and university administrators. So it really is on us to make sure like we reach out to people who do know the contract inside and out. And that is that is our contract enforcement folks and, in the grievance committee. And I'd like to add to that too, is like, uh, you know, we as faculty, a lot of the time we encourage students, especially our grad faculty to like, of course, operationalize their terms when they're writing their thesis, right? Uh, but one of the things I, I realized very quickly going through this process of um, it is like Sandra described our progression of going from, you know, equality and marriage to having an insurance plan together to having children together. It became very important to me to understand the definitions of a lot of the terms that are in our contracts and that are being bargained for. And until I really attended one of the bargaining sessions, I didn't understand the difficulty of getting the definition that we so need, but also what it meant to uh, actually ask about that definition afterwards. Who falls under that definition? Can I do this or am I denied because of one simple word in a definition? And so I think that's one place where our union really works for us in ways that we didn't think about before is how important those definitions are to us being able to have our rights but also be able to enact them. Absolutely, and and how important it is to be actively engaged in the process. Um, very often, um, it's like I know from from my perspective as someone who was like not in not interested or really very much involved with the union at all in my first few years to being on the executive council now is just the degree to which I didn't really pay attention at all. And, and it's really important to all of us who are represented by the union, union to pay attention because what the union is doing is going to have repercussions on everyone that is represented, regardless of whether or not you're paying attention. And one of the things that I've noticed is that when I started speaking up, my voice was heard. And so very often the things that happen is are that people don't speak up, people don't get involved, and so those voices don't get heard. Um, and so, and so, I encourage everyone listening to this to please, you know, you know, first of all, join the union. Second of all, you know, pay, you know, be active. Um, you know, even if you're just in the Facebook group and paying attention to what people are posting, go to bargaining. You know, attend meetings and 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 share your perspective because very often if, if you feel like you're not being represented it's, it's very often because we're just not hearing your voice i think one of the one of the things i really appreciated about the discussion surrounding parental leave was that it also included fostering children it included um, all different kinds of families and i think for lana and i <clears throat> you know our experience of being excluded all the time in discussions of being parents and this experience that it was a very inclusive discussion about um, who falls under parental leave, right? And it was sort of a broad umbrella and that it did include birth parents and their partners, not just what well, was supposed to include <laughs> birth parents and their partners, I guess maybe if you're not in the same unit, um, but it was a very um, inclusive language and included all kinds of families, which I really appreciated. Definitely. 
I think one of the other things that um, I, I look forward to with this parental leave aspect, and like you're talking about people in the union paying attention um, and, and getting involved, is the repercussions that come from not only our union, our university, our community, but how much it affects others across the state as well. Um, I remember when we were sitting there going through the presentations for parental leave, um, seeing how this was actually going to affect our UCF community. One of the things that struck me so much was what other universities, what other state universities were doing. And it's the first time I felt like we were going to be um, impacting not only our little part in our university as far as the LGBTQ, but also all of faculty because our, our um, as much as you might be part of the LGBTQ community, you do affect every part of that, every part of the UCF community. And now I felt like I was impacting as well the state community, which was great because banding together as faculty to get these kinds of things that we need um, to help us do better in the classroom and help us do better at our jobs with research is really important because like I said, having a, a, a being a brand new faculty, everybody knows what that's like, having an overload at the same time, and then having a new family member come in. Um, I, I felt like I had to put a priority on things that really should not have been such a, a high priority. Uh, I should have been able to have the time to devote to both because one of the things that our union truly works towards is work family balance. And if you don't have that, it can be disastrous on both ends. Completely agreed. All right, so um, I believe that we are just about at the end of our um, recording time. Um, thank you both so much for joining us today and sharing your story. And I think that it's really important for everyone listening to, to take away um, you know, just the importance of, of, of awareness and of, of engagement. And so thank you both so very much for, for sharing your perspectives today. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you.